The Metro News 4 State Forecast. Clouds with occasional rain and drizzle this morning. A passing afternoon shower. High today, 58. Clouds this evening. Partly cloudy late tonight, though, 41. Sun and clouds tomorrow. The high at 73. With the AccuWeather forecast on WEPM and WCST, I'm Steve Williams. The Panhandle News Network. The views and opinions on this station do not necessarily represent the Panhandle News Network, WEPM and WCST, or West Virginia Radio Corporation. Here we go! Welcome to Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Panhandle Live is brought to you by Sutton and Janelle Attorneys at Law. Visit their new location at 224 West King Street, Martinsburg, and online at suttonandjanelle.com. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nicewarner and Marsha Kabalik. It is Thursday the 17th. You are tuned into Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland. Helping individuals, families, businesses with all of their legal needs. Family law, criminal defense, DUI, personal injury, mediation. They provide legal counsel tailored to you. You can visit our new historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at setandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Icewarner. Alongside me is Marsh Kavalik. Marsha, good morning. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Have you seen Parker? He's, no, I haven't. He's got all this. Okay, it's Boston Celtics, right? <laughs> yeah. I always want to say Celtics. Celtics. <laughs> Sorry. But the Boston uh, Celtics. Yeah. <laughs> but he's got the... Stop laughing at me. He's got this really cool jacket. It's shiny and everything's cool. green. He said, I remembered when I was waking up this morning at St. Patrick's Day. He didn't want to get pinched. Apparently you do. See, why you got to tell people, Marsha? <laughs> it's nice thing about radio. They can't see what we're dressed like. And I completely forgot that it was St. Patrick's Day until I was literally coming up the hill, listening to the morning uh-huh. news. And Chris Lawrence said something about St. Patrick's Day. And I looked at myself and went, oh. Okay, you need to channel, revert back to your training. Fifth grade Jordan would just tell all the girls you had on green underwear. Uh, yeah, <laughs> my socks are green. Yeah, I got green socks yeah, on. Socks are green. That's for sure. But maybe, uh, Parker, does he have his Larry Hawk jersey on for the Boston Celtics? He's got, stop. He's got a shirt on under the jacket, so maybe. maybe are you asking him to take the shirt off his back so you don't get pinched? Maybe. It is a nice jacket. I've seen it before. It's but, very cool. But happy St. Patrick's Day. Yes, and also with you. Absolutely. Joining us in studio is Martinsburg City Manager Mark Baldwin. Good morning. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Good morning. I, I see your, your screen is oh. all green, so. My watch is green. There you go. I, that's you're, you're olive okay. drab. My watch is green. Look at that. Yeah. Got it. And, got and, it. Got it's it. funny because I saw the you know, sort of the age of the Celtics jacket. Uh-huh. I, I joked with him. I said Larry Bird, and he says that was before my time. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was well way before, before, especially him. Parker's that was time. well before yeah. his time. Oh, absolutely. But uh, how's the city going? Looks like there's a lot of hustle and bustle going on. Yeah, we're good. Um, tis the season. Um, hopefully, the weather is changing for the better. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a couple days over the weekend that was like, wow, where'd that come from? And a day later, it was all gone. So we're, we're getting into spring, and spring means you know, spring cleanup will be scheduled. You know, we get out and start painting lines, cleaning up. Uh, our landscape uh, consultant contractor has already been out and mulching beds at the, you know, the parking lots mm-hmm. and so forth. So You'll, you'll start seeing the, the, the pretty version of right. Beyond Winter. So, yeah, I saw a little bit of that yesterday. I was riding the bike around town, and I saw a bunch of all the new uh, mulches, like you said, in the flower beds around town. Then at the Adam Stevens home, there yes. was uh, all mm-hmm. looked so nice and new. Yeah. It's the best part about spring is that kind of refresh yes. of everything. And yes. the city's getting geared up for a lot of things, including the St. Patrick's Day right. Festival at Main Street Martinsburg downtown. But also it's the 250th of Berkeley County, so 
a lot of that figures into downtown Martinsburg. So yeah. we're dressing the place up. Yeah. Right? I mean, obviously there's a lot of organizations and individuals and you involved in everything you just said. And you know, the two fiftieth will be a lot of activity. And of course, you know, this weekend kicking off the, all the events that main street has downtown throughout the year. So it's, it's just nice to know that, you know, you're not sitting in the dark at 5 p.m. anymore, oh, wondering what, so what am nice. I going to do? So nice. So, yeah. So, and it gets people out and about. I see more people walking and yeah. Yeah. There's nothing, nothing better, I think, than uh, the first like really nice week of weather and you go around town, you maybe just going on running errands, but you see so many people just yes. sitting out on their porches, grilling, yeah. having a good time. It's, it yeah. makes you feel they like. Can. Exactly. Finally. Exactly. So uh, speaking of that though, how does that work in the budget? Because, you know, the middle of March isn't, you know, it's not unheard of that we have a snowstorm, but we'd had decent <laughs> weather. So how does the city budget work as far as snow removal? I know a lot of the cities, uh, the roads that go through the town are state maintained, right. but you guys still had to probably deploy some folks out oh, there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's only the three or four main drags and the rest of it's ours. Uh, we, we budget for it based on averages over the years. And you know, what does not get used, it carries over in the income balance and, you know, it gets rebudgeted. You know, like we're doing a budget now, we'll put the same dollars amount in. Um, some years we're very fortunate we have left over and there's some years we have to put in. Mm-hmm. Um, this year we're fortunate. Now with the uh, interwoven building, now you might not have the answer to this because now it's kind of in the hands of the guys that are doing it, but they have the you know temporary fencing up and everything. So when will the actual like gutting and construction and things start. Do you have any idea on that time frame? I don't have their exact schedule. I know they're still doing, you know, that they own the property now. Right. Uh, they have their own consultants on, on board, evaluating all the infrastructure. Uh, the first thing they need to do is pull the permit to mm-hmm. do some of the demolition and removal of the asbestos and all that kind right. of good stuff, which I think they've started the process. So that's step one. Mm-hmm. And hopefully in the next several months, they'll, they'll start you know doing some demo construction of the buildings. That's exciting. When I say demo, yes. I mean cleaning out because all the buildings pretty oh, much yeah. maintained. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is really cool. Yeah, it's going to be nice. So, you know, next year or so, you may see a phase. And like I said, it's a five-year build-out. Oh, yeah. Let's hope that works. So a, a good follow on, on social media, as uh, Steve says uh, in the afternoon show, is the Martinsburg uh, City Hall Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of great updates, including updates about what's going on there. So, um, you know, a lot of questions get answered on, on that form as well. So uh, that's not the only project going on downtown. Queen Street Underpass is getting some improvements. Yes. Uh, another downtown project per se. Uh, long time coming. Uh, finally went out to bid and have it under contract. Jefferson's out there doing the work as we mm-hmm. all saw and started up last week. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's that's a, a complete redo, that underpass. What we're allowed to touch uh, is CSX property. Uh, so that'll be a nice gateway when it's completed, hopefully by late fall mm-hmm. um, time frame. It's a six to nine month project. Um, the good news is we had a design grant approved by West Virginia DOT to do the streetscape from Pennsylvania Avenue to race street. Oh, wow. Just like we have downtown. Yeah. yeah. As, pretty as it up. Starting there. Um, and that is just kicking off with design. And lo and behold, we submitted a grant for the construction of the design based on our estimate to date and we got awarded construction, so we can kick that right off as the underpass is completing. And get oh, that. wow. That doesn't happen by accident, yeah. those kinds of things. You guys have been planning <laughs> yeah, and Well, it's our second this. or third time around. Yeah. Yeah, these grants go around. I mean, they got to you know, feed every city in the state some of these grants, and we've just been fortunate. So we can get those two projects. That'll be a nice improvement as a gateway. And we're almost getting to the point of back to the drawing board and being creative. What else do we need to do downtown? We've done so many projects to the oh, point yeah. of – 
you know, what, what's next. Yeah. So how's the facade uh, program going? I know that uh, it was probably a year, year and a half ago. You guys uh, opened up the, the opportunity for folks who wanted to fix up the exteriors of their homes. Mm-hmm. Um, has that been going well? Yes, very successful. Um, Shane, uh, far the economic development director, uh, headed that program. And we had the residential. Well, first, we had the commercial in the residential for the core area of downtown. And, and that was successful enough that we had some monies left over from that fund. We kind of just let it go citywide mm-hmm. um, for that 50-50 match for what was allowed. So, yeah, it's been successful. Yes. And just remind folks what um, what kinds of improvements folks, have, uh, residents have been able to, to make on their properties with that. Yeah, it's mostly, you know, the, 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 the painting, the fencing, some, you know, the gutters. Um, I'm not sure. I don't think we get into the roof work, the major stuff like that. But it's, it's a lot of that TLC work that needs to be done to improve the property, property maintenance. Right. And appearance. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Property yeah. maintenance. Yeah, and speaking with Martinburg City Manager Mark Baldwin, uh, now you have a meeting coming up tonight. Uh, and I think I heard you say kind of in passing off air that it's going to revolve around some budgets and stuff for the city. So what are the um, – residents to look forward to in the, you know, the budget meeting and stuff. Yeah, we start our budget process right at the end of the 2021 and it really kicks off January, February. We have to have the budget approved and submitted to the state by the 28th of March every year. Uh, so tonight's the first, well, of the first real meeting on the budget. We've had a couple other meetings earlier uh, with council uh, to really get the recommendations to get to March 23rd for final approval. Uh, it's, it's every budget for the city. Um, it's pretty much status quo at this at this point. We we really project revenues where we are presently to put those revenues in there to do the expenditures, um, you know, large ticket items that, that departments may want for projects, equipment, and so forth. A lot of times we say we box those until July one just to get through the next three months. Uh, sometimes there's money in budgets we can go ahead and allow them to do certain things, um, but it's a stable budget. They're all balanced, and you know, we really dive in after July and the you know, the end of the year to really do the the final cleanup of the budget. And the, the ARP funds, the federal funds related to COVID relief, um, how do those figure into the budget this year? Because it's extraordinary to have an infusion of cash like that. Yeah, we already did that back in September uh, with what we had. And we dedicated several of those dollars, several hundred thousand to, to city projects. Um, and then mayor and council also set aside some of those dollars for some nonprofits that they announced here a month or two ago to, to, to give that uh, sector some some infusion for what they need to do. So it's worked out well. Absolutely. Again, speaking with Martinsburg City Manager Mark Baldwin. Before we let you go, because we have a tight show today, we have the WVSSAC Boys uh, Thursday round of games happening and the state tournament happening here on WPM and WC at CST at 930. But I did want to ask you about one more project that I'm definitely looking forward to, and it's the Frog Hollow uh, Bike and Walking Path. Now, I know that that's scheduled to happen, I guess, this year, right? Yes, we have our consultant right now doing the engineering design um, of the actual parking lot at Water and uh, Burke Street that we own, and that'll you know tie into the Frog Hollow uh, all the way through Queen Street. So yeah. we're under design right now. That's cool. I'm looking forward to that one. Yes, that's definitely he's, the one he, I've had my know, eye on. Yes. He wants to know when he can ride. Uh, exactly. And, and and sort of the good news is, and I'm going to take Berkeley County steam, but we've been working with them because they want to extend from there. There's that section in between there and the Route Nine Trail, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe sooner than later it'll all be connected. Whoa. Possibly. That would be nice. Yes. That Route 9 trail needs some shade trees, so that would give an extension. With <laughs> Have you noticed that? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. It, especially in the middle of summer, you're out on that Route 9 bike path. You definitely feel like you are in a sauna, <laughs> that's for sure, right. at certain points of summer. But again, speaking with uh, Martinsburg City Manager Mark Baldwin, thank you for joining us this morning uh, on this very short uh, Panhandle Live. And 
I'm looking forward to the rest of the improvements that Martinsburg's Great. going through. Yeah, yep. it's been a very busy year since I've been here with yep. projects, so I'm excited to see the rest of it. Yep. Great to be here. Absolutely. Stick around for more here on Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. It's Panhandle Live, the voice of the Panhandle. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nice Warner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland. You can visit our new historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Ice Warner. Alongside me is Marsh Kabalik. If you missed it for the break, we had Martinsburg City Manager Mark Baldwin on talking about all the active projects going on in downtown, the budget situation. I mean, all the all the things that are happening uh, in and around Martinsburg. So you've missed that. You can listen back to it a little bit later on. But now joining us on the phone is WVU Extension's Mikey Withrow. Mikey, good morning. Good morning. How are you all? We're yeah. great. Thanks for answering the call. I, I, I think I emailed him probably an hour ago. <laughs> and he's like, sure, I'll come on. So it's something, <laughs> right? Well, we appreciate you being a great community partner and uh, answering the call. So something really exciting is happening tomorrow. Can you let us know? It is. So it, it's not necessarily 4-H related, but you know I'm all about the youth. Um, so the Eastern Panhandle's FFA chapters uh, will be having their ham, bacon, and egg sale tomorrow down at the youth fairgrounds. Ham, bacon, are you going to, well, I initially need to ask, are you going to be able to bring us any ham, bacon, and egg samples <laughs> to the station? I mean, I might have some connections where I can actually do that. Um, how long are you at the station? That's the real question. Well, longer than I ever need to be. You best, better believe that. All right, so so here's a very practical question, and, yeah. and we'll ask about like where where all these wonderful uh, meats and eggs are coming from. But how are these products packaged? I I think I saw like big smoked hams. You do okay. Um, so what this project is, um, and I participated when I was an FFA over at Martinsburg, and it's one of those kind of landmark events, kind of of an FFA member's career. Um, essentially what it is, is it's from hoof to table. Um, the FFA member will select a hog earlier in the year, raise it throughout the year. Um, they are part of the process to cut the meat. They are in the process to cure the meat. Um, and ultimately, they kind of learn the ins and outs of raising hogs. Um, it's not necessarily them raising multiple, but they are ideally they're seeking two prime hams, two prime bacons and two dozen eggs, one of brown and one of white. Um, and what that allows them to do is once they are graded, they are judged by, um, you know, we have different people in the state that come around and judge your hams and bacon. Um, and it's essentially vying for that grand champion, reserve champion spot of each category. Um, and what happens is we get community buyers to come in and they buy the whole piece of meat. Um, so sometimes it's anywhere from about a 25 down to a 15 pound ham. Um, and you're looking anywhere from a five pound to a 12 pound bacon. And then of course, two dozen of eggs. Um, wow. But so, it's, a, it's a celebration of what that member has done kind of up to this point. And there's so many different educational pieces um, that come to those members from learning how to feed it and learning rations and learning nutrient values um, to the slaughtering process where they watch it go from kind of an animal to meat. Um, And then they, you know, they are the ones cutting them up. They're determining what cuts they need. Um, Then they sell the excess meat or they keep it for home consumption. And then the whole curing process is so much science behind it. 
Um, it's truly one of those kind of all-encompassing projects uh, that teaches so many more life skills outside of just the agricultural norms. Yeah, it is kind of neat that, you know, they the student goes through the whole process from, you know, the whole life getting, cycle. The, yeah, getting the the pig, the hog, whatever you want to say. I never use the right terms, but uh, getting the right, you know, getting the animal and then raising the animal, learning about, you know, how to raise the animal and keep it healthy. And then, of course, the, uh, I guess, production of the animal, if yeah. you will. And it, it's one of those things where you look back as a FFA advisor, you know, as a normal adult as always, and, you know, a lot of these junior, senior, sophomores take a lot of pride in their products. Um, so they're going out and marketing their products. They're the ones, you know, kind of putting that extra little chip on their shoulder. So it's always nice to see that. A friend of mine uh, who who was involved in 4-H from a young age um, named her, her hog bacon. <laughs> I was say, yep. I feel I feel like that's rule number one of uh, farming and things like that is you never name your animals if you plan on, you know, uh, I guess, consuming it later. <laughs> well, that's part of the process, though, right? It is. It is. A lot of kids name them. Sometimes they have barn names, which are a little bit different than what you put on the sign. Okay. Right. <laughs> right. But it, it's for sure one of those things where, you know, there gets some digs in. I've seen a couple of Mikey animals down at the stairs. Oh. Years. Uh, so it, it's one of those fun avenues for livestock. Uh, amazing. So I have to ask. Let's let's talk about the the deets, as they say, the uh, Tri County Ham Bacon and Egg Show and Sale. So this is all three counties in the Eastern Panhandle. Friday, March eighteenth, at the Berkeley County Youth Fairgrounds in the Indoor Exhibit Building. Uh, Six thirty p.m. is the buyer's reception. The sale starts at seven p.m. And yes, just individual folks, you don't have to be part of a business. You can come and and buy, right? Absolutely. Um, so it's a, it's a really good mix of business people as well as just, you know, grandparents that show up, community supporters in general. Um, I have bought multiple hams and bacons throughout the years. Um, it's one of those, it's truly a, a group effort to make sure that all of the youth are rewarded for their hard work that they've put into these projects. Yeah, we're speaking with WVU Extensions, Mikey Withrow. Unfortunately, we got to let you go because we are up against the state basketball tournament here in just a few oh, minutes. Yeah. But uh, thank you for joining us this morning. No, absolutely. Enjoy talking about kids. Absolutely. Thanks, Mikey. Thanks, ma'am. Have a good day. Bye. You too. Yeah, it does sound like a pretty cool event, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, the more and more that we talk to Mikey, the more and more I kind of wish that I'd have had the option to be in like a 4-H club. Time to recruit home. your nephews and your niece. Oh, uh, well, for... I don't. I know my oldest nephew well enough. I don't think he'd come anywhere near a farm. That is for sure. Well, you don't have to. You can do other projects. Well, that's you don't have true. to do but farm projects. I can. I don't necessarily see him wanting to get. Uh, his hands dirty, you know, get you out in the muck know. a little bit. But yeah, it's You true. never know. That's so true. again, that uh, Tri-County Ham Bacon and Egg Show and Sale tomorrow at the Berkeley County Youth Fairgrounds. Uh, 6.30 is the buyer's reception. 7 p.m. is the, when the sale starts. Absolutely. Very, very cool. Yeah, very so neat. I, I don't know how these kids work with these animals Oof. all year long. You know, I grew up, my, my dad had a farm. But I, I didn't work with, like, the hogs and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I saw them going off, and I knew where they were going. Right, yeah. You know. They were just off for a walk, you know? No. Nope. <laughs> what, what's the... They're coming what they, back as sausage. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, where'd, uh, where'd Sue go? Like, oh, she's still with us. <laughs> she's still just here. in the freezer. <laughs>
Wow. My goodness. But that was WVU Extension's Mikey Withrow talking about there. The FFA Tri-County Ham, Bacon, and Egg Show and Sale coming up uh, this Friday, the 18th, tomorrow at the Berkeley County Youth Fairgrounds Indoor Exhibition or Exhibit Building at 6.30 p.m. So uh, And the sale starts at 7. So if you're looking to get uh, ham, bacon, eggs, or all three, Head over there and do that because you're not only, you know, getting locally sourced produce and, uh, you know, meats and things like that, but it's coming from, you know, kids. You're helping out the kids. So it's made with love. Absolutely. So a programming note, of course, you mentioned we are having the the basketball Mm -hmm. playoffs and you could talk about the deets there. But uh, if you want your hoppy fix, Talkline will be on as regularly scheduled. You go on metronews.com, click on the tab for Talkline and you can avail yourself of the entire show. That's right. And don't forget also this weekend, if you are, uh, well, Saturday mainly, if you're going to be in and around Martinsburg and don't plan on going to the St. Patrick's Day uh, celebration, well, Burke Street is pretty much going to be, and uh, Queen Street for that matter, in that little four block Mm -hmm. area, uh, is going to be pretty much completely shut down because they're going to have all the vendors. There's a ton of vendors. Looking at the map here, you can find it over on our Main Street Martinsburg page. I think I shared it on our WPM page. Um, as well. But uh, yeah, make sure you're on the lookout for that. That looks like it's going to be pretty good weather for that too. So yeah. And if it isn't, they, I know Robbie said oh, they've yeah. got tents. tents and everything. So. so they'll, they'll have you covered in more ways than one. Ah, well played. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, so Marsha, we got about three minutes left until we know, have to kick it over. Do you know who's playing today? Do I know who's playing today? Um, is, is he- feverishly looks <laughs> no, you should have asked me oh, can you ask me it again can you ask me it again in a couple seconds all right um, you know as 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 we've mentioned at 9 30 begins the uh our coverage of the boys basketball wvssac tournament wonder who might be on the schedule for today uh, i'm still not ready <laughs> um well, you can find the Von, all the information. The Von Trapp family. The family Von Trapp. I'm pretty sure Jefferson plays today. Yeah, Jefferson plays today at 1. Here, I found it. So uh, we got Wheeling Park and Parkersburg South playing uh, at 9.30. You'll hear that game here in just a few minutes. And then Cabell Midland facing off against Jefferson at 1 o'clock. Then Musselman's taking on Morgantown, number one Morgantown. Uh, so that'll be a big game. And that's at 5.30. Uh, and then the late games are, well, the late game is George Washington taking on South Charleston at Nines. There you go. The ones you really want to circle for the panhandle is the one o'clock game and the five thirty game, which uh, the one o'clock is Cabell Midland and Jefferson, and the five thirty game is Musselman and Morgantown. Well done. Thank you. And I of definitely, course, I definitely knew that information the whole time. Of course you did. So yeah. you can you can hear that on our airwaves in just a few minutes, mm-hmm. and then also if you need to stream it, wvmetronews.com. But instead of clicking the talk line button, there's a button for the. WVSSAC Boys Basketball Tournament. There you go. There's been some good games already this uh, this session. I mean, there were so many good games in the girls' tournament, so, I mean, it only made sense for no them to be as many yeah, for the guys. So And the whole Metro News crew, Travis Jones, all those guys, Joe Bricotta, they do such a great job calling mm-hmm. those games. So I've been listening to it the whole time. I can't ever escape basketball on the radio, Marsha. I don't think you want to. No, 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 I don't want to. And today's first day of March Madness. So if you're looking for an excuse to uh, maybe – not do a little bit of work today. There you go. You you don't you can still work while you're listening to radio play by play. Right. So, but if you want to keep up on your brackets, <sighs> then did you do any brackets? Have we met? <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Although I imagine there's that some weird phenomenon where people who really aren't affiliated with basketball they always win them. Yeah. 
just by sheer luck. Well, that was kind of my tactic this uh, this year too. I did like ten brackets last night in a span of like twenty minutes, uh-huh. and um, I just kind of picked and choose. I'm I'm pretty far removed now. We were doing a D two basketball tournament mm-hmm. bracket. I'd been locked in on that, but not necessarily D one. But anyways, if you missed any of this very short panhandle live today, you can listen back to it a little bit later on. We had uh, WVU Extension's uh, Mikey Withrow on to talk about the FFA Tri-County Ham Bacon and Egg Show and Sale. And then, of course, Martinsburg City Manager Mark Baldwin talking about all things Martinsburg. So for Mark Kavalik, I'm Jordan Ice Warner. It's been Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Have a good one. Here is the State Basketball Tournament. WEPM Martinsburg and WCST Berkeley Springs, a WVRC media station. We're proud to live here, too.